Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Hello and welcome back to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast. It is Monday, the first Monday of a new month, and we've got an adorable topic this month. We are dedicating our research to animals. So, and because we are a women's history library, we are learning about gals uh, who love our furry, feathered, and scaly friends. Now, because we are still under the stay-at-home order, uh, we are recording this month's shows via Zoom. So it'll sh- sound a little bit different. Um, I, it's sure to have uh, lag issues, you know, happens. Uh, we'll have dropouts, but that's why we have editing. Uh, but we are still bringing you awesome episodes, and we are spending a lot more time with our animals now. <laughs> So it's kind of fitting. So let me introduce our animal wranglers for this month's collection of episodes. First up, you know her as the gal whose life goal is to pet every doggy in the world. <laughs> Welcome back, Bonnie Fillenworth. Yay! <laughs> Bonnie, tell the good people about yourself and your animals. Uh, uh, Jade is here. Hi, Jade. Jade popping in and out i'm sure when she's not barking <laughs> at neighbors she's been loving the quarantine but just people are out walking and she's just bark, 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 bark. <laughs> fun she's like wait i love everybody <laughs> <laughs> well next up she fed my dogs bacon once once and now they are forever loyal and i believe they're also still looking for bacon <laughs> it's katie harris yay katie hi guys uh, what have you and your animals been up to? Just living the best life. <laughs> <laughs> That's a plenty good way to put it. Right? Plenty of time together, plenty of snuggles, a few walks when the weather's cooperating. Right. Um, True. I- I said the W word and nobody's coming. So that's good. <laughs> um, but I do, I have three cats. Um, one who just turned 17 this year. Oh, look at that. You got like a senior citizen. Yes. We've got a geriatric in the house. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she rules the roost. Uh, jellyfish that made her debut last month. Yeah, she did. On the podcast. Yeah, she's locked up. It feels especially cruel for, you know, pet month, but it needed to be done. Well, I mean, she she joined the union and her rate was way too high for us right. to be able to like support her producing right. and directing habits. So, yeah. <laughs> We're a low budget show. <laughs> right. And then I've got my my pup Otto. He's gonna have a friend over for the weekend. Apparently oh. dogs don't have to socially distance. See? So I'm gonna have a porch pup uh porch drop off of his <laughs> pup friend for the weekend. So oh. let's see if I can get him Otto. Otto, come here. Come here. Maybe possibly come, here. come. no. Bonnie but you, you got cat ears. Right, come here. I know, right? Come here. Oh, he's a coming. Come oh, there's a chance. Oh, I slid my chair and he ran away. Oh, <laughs> it's all right. all right. We got plenty of episodes. It's bound, it's bound to happen. There will be an animal <laughs> drop in of all of us. 
Right. Next up is our returning gal pal, who I am personally going to crown the connoisseur of cat memes. Welcome back to Rebecca Burfanger. Hey, Rebecca. Yay! Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, remind the good people a little bit about yourself and your love of cats. Uh, okay, where to begin? Um, right. Fast forward. <laughs> um, up up until so sad, make it sad. Uh, up until the summer, we had three. Now we gotcha. Oh, uh, yeah. We had a geriatric, and he had some health issues. But we're but now we have two, and of course during quarantine, they're both having their own health issues. So it's like, of course. yay, we're going to the vet when we really shouldn't be leaving the house. So we're we're thinking they're fine hopefully they're fine um at this point but i i was trying to figure out i was like well, i don't have any cats in here with me because they would just be a huge distraction <laughs> for you yeah. for them for the yes exactly <laughs> yeah and so then i just started looking around i'm just actually i'm in my home office and i was looking around in my real office i do have, have like a ton of those little like um the little like good luck cats so oh, like, yeah. let's see um well, I know. I don't want to, like, spoil it because that might be, like, one of their, depending on what our fun fact question is, that might be my answer for one of them. But ah. I found, but just looking around just in the time you were doing the introductions, I found two. I found <laughs> this little guy. And I'm trying Sweet. to remember. If it, let me see if his name is on here. I can't oh, Kyle. Oh, of course. Kyle Hello, Kyle. Is very important. He is, he, when he was, when he was around, he was also, I think he was a senior citizen before his passing, but he was oh. a um, advocate for uh, victims of domestic violence and their pets, or oh. survivors, we should, we'll call them survivors of baby and their pets. And so he would appear at like cat conventions and pet conventions and whatever and talk about how like shelters should also have um, opportunities for people to take their pets with them because a lot of times the pets yeah. are also used as a um as a weapon against the person and it's terrible so or the cats or the animals themselves are abused so anyway so i love kyle i bought this little plushie at some point when he was, he's internet famous and he was more famous when he was i think he passed a couple, but he, he witnessed like his owner's murder it was really sad but Aww. look at my cat kyle really um, adorbs adorable, <laughs> adorable little black and white cat he had like a bunch of like he had these crazy whiskers in life too and I just, Love and it. This, and then this, <laughs> this guy, I don't know if anyone recognizes, this is the original happy cat of the Icon Has Cheeseburger internet meme. Oh, wow. Going way back. Going oh, back yes. To- okay. The beginnings of the internet, so <laughs> The beginnings of like cat memes on the internet were, and he still has like his little tag for authenticity, oh, which I, I just like probably that. just never took it off. But probably. Anyway, so these are just two. <laughs> of the cats in my space i probably i looked around i saw like at least one more um, <laughs> you're so like anyway, it's bound to my, happen yeah but i have two but I, my two actual cats are carlo he's uh we think he's maybe 12 or 13 we're not sure because he walked up to our house one night in the middle of the night and we just took him in and then right. the other one is um we we're now calling her little boots we won't use her we don't normally use her real name and she's a little calico. She's like half Carlos size. She's really sweet. Carlos a chonker though. So she's big and she's probably kind of closer to average. But anyway, so if they come in while we're recording, great. I, I don't know. Carlo comes in sometimes, so he'll, he'll maybe start crying outside and I'll let him in for a little bit. <laughs> Give him a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah. Oh, I dig it. 
Well, as for me, I am Dr. Leah Leach. I'm the executive director of Gals Guide. Um, animals outnumber people in my house. Uh, we have two dogs and we have two cats and we have a bird. And our house is kind of topsy-turvy because like the baby cat will play fetch because that makes sense. Um, the bird gets exercise <laughs> every day. Um, and the dogs are sick of people, yet they need people at the same time. <laughs> so, I mean, the dogs might actually be like the spokespeople for all of this COVID-19 of being sick of people, yet needing people at the same time. So uh, it's adorable. Yes. And I'm sure, no, none of them are in this room right now. They'll, it'll happen. <laughs> Uh, but let me set the tone for this month's research because it actually is a new topic for us. This is the first time we've covered Animal Month. We'll probably end up saying Pet Month because we we're kind of like in between Pet Month animals. It's going to involve animals, so animals. Um, but May 4th is the start of Be Kind to Animals Week. And according to AmericanHumane.org, it's the oldest commemorative week in U.S. history. Uh, the first uh, week in May is also National Pet Week. So if stores were regularly open and we were at our, you know, pet stores, we would probably see everywhere National Pet Week, National Pet Week. Um, but we're indoors. <laughs> so instead, I'm sure we're going to get the emails <laughs> of buy online. It's National Pet Week. Uh, so the Gals Guide Library will be celebrating gals and their animals throughout the entire month of May. We do have some amazing books in the collection that feature animal activists like Jane Goodall and her work with chimpanzees, Ruth Harkness, who brought pandas to America, Susan Butcher, and her dogs of the Iditarod Trail. Um, we also have a memoir written by Rita May Brown. She's very famous for writing about cats and mysteries. Uh, her book is called Animal Magnetism, My Life with Creatures Great and Small, and it's absolutely adorable. We also have a history book called Pets in America, as well as, and I wish I would have grabbed this book and had it with me here at home, but it's called Cat Love, Understanding the Needs and Nature of Your Cat. It's as creepy as it sounds, <laughs> but it was so good. And it was like 25 cents at Goodwill. I went, I need this weirdness. <laughs> it was lovely. So we have a wide variety of books about animals and the gals who love them. So check it out at galsguide.org for actually more titles. Uh, so with so much fun and adorableness to be celebrating our animal friends, who wants to share their one cool animal thing first? I'll go. Yay! Bonnie loves to go first. <laughs> <laughs> do it, girl. <laughs> um, I'm going to do... The dog stops working. <laughs> Waited. I had this it on mute. the film industry, they always say never work with children and animals. I mean, this is why. They're, it's just because we love their distractionness. <laughs> I'm going to do another one from this lovely book from the library called Shaggy Muses. Yay! Um, I'm going to do Virginia Wolf. Ironic. Uh, She's got an animal sounding name. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I was torn between her and um, doing. Um, Mary Anning, because I Dinosaur knew she lady. had a yeah, I knew she had a, a doggy buddy, but I knew that ended tragically. So I was like, nope, Virginia <laughs> Wolf is way worse. I'm like, lovely. <laughs> oh, okay, lovely. that 
that's a good scale of it. I like it. <laughs> this one's worse. Let's do this one. <laughs> uh, Virginia Woolf was a writer um, in the, let's see, most of the stuff is like the very early 1900s. Gotcha. So she was probably born in 1800 something. Uh, but she was known for um, A Room of One's Own and a book called Orlando. Yes. And she's a big inspiration for the feminist movement. Mm-hmm. Um, both of her parents had had their, it, she was from a, like a mixed family. Both of her parents had been married before and had been widowed. So she ended up having four half siblings and three full siblings. So there were eight total kids in the house. Oh, wow. Yeah. Fun. So her, with her, her pet adventures started when they got a shaggy dog to catch rats at their summer home named Shag because it was a shaggy dog. I see what they did. There. Um, <laughs> it was supposed, it was supposed to be an Irish terrier, but they don't think it was quite, <laughs> it, I think it was more like a mutt. <laughs> um, and Irish terriers are supposed to be known for catching rats. Turns out the dog had no interest in catching rats, but Sweet. did enjoy the, helping the kids catch moths. They would put like a molasses or like sugar mixture on trees to like lure in moths, and the dog would like run circles around them while they were catching moths. <laughs> there, you know, it w- TV wasn't around yet, right? <laughs> Add back to the quarantine to do list. Yeah. There you go. Let's bring that back. Uh, fireflies <laughs> and stuff when I was little. This is true. This is very true. <laughs> uh, her mother died when she was 13. Aww. And she ended up having like mental issues the rest of her life following her mother's death. Uh, they like think you maybe do. She, yeah. <laughs> they think maybe she had like bipolar disorder. She had several suicide attempts. It's like depression, anxiety. She was just never quite right. She would go in and out of they didn't they weren't calling them asylums in the book they were calling them nursing homes oh uh, they weren't even going the sanatorium ever... they were going yeah. nursing home eh? well, all right well she was living in london okay uh so i don't know if it's just like the different usage or if it's because she's like an upper class lady so you don't send right. the upper class ladies to the dirty asylums you send them to a nursing home sure it sounds so much better yeah. <laughs> i don't know which it is um, sounds good she ended up dealing with the death of her mother at 13, her father and her brother by her mid-20s. Aww. So she lost quite a few people. Um, yeah. And she ended up kind of using uh, her dogs in her life as kind of emotional support animals. Like she would often not go anywhere without them. Nice. Uh, they ended up getting another puppy named, and I'm not sure how to pronounce it. I'm going to guess it's Girth. It's G-U-R-T-H. <laughs> Sounds like girth. Is it a big I think dog? It's girth. Um, it's a sheep dog. Okay. Um, but it's it's supposed to be named from like a play. It's like Ivanhoe or something. Okay, gotcha. Oh. Um, but it's a sheep dog. My my Ivanhoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shag ended up attacking Girth as a puppy and was sent to live with the servants because you know animals they gotta adjust and th- their solution was to send Shag off. Um, Shag reappeared while Virginia's father was dying and determined to finish his autobiography and he was dictating it to Virginia and Shag suddenly like reappeared and was at the, the door just barking to be let in. Huh. 
It's like um, a lassie come home scenario. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Huh. Um, but while she was staying, staying with Violet Dickinson, she heard that Shag had gotten run over by a cab. And I'm, since this is like 1906, I'm guessing it's like a carriage cab. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, he, the dog had apparently gone deaf and just didn't hear it. Oh. Uh, gotcha. She wrote an obitu- obituary for Shag. <laughs> and recalled that uh, she had some neighbors whose dog had died in a similar way a few years ago, and she was just mortified that they didn't they didn't have a funeral. They wouldn't get a dog the next day. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but she started taking girth with her everywhere, uh, including a concert in which she started howling, and they had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, Girth is technically her sister Vanessa's dog. Um, and they, uh, Vanessa and her husband, ended up taking uh, Girth with them when they went on their honeymoon. And Vanessa ended up living in the house next door. So she would see Girth pretty often. Right. There you go. Um, Virginia and her brother adopted a female boxer named Hans. <laughs> Hands. That dog was all hands. hands. <laughs> um, who was not house trained, but would put out matches with its paw. All right. <laughs> Which is a trick, apparently, like every dog after this, she trained to put out matches with their paws. And I'm like, that's, I'm like, it's, that's a specific set of skills. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is that animal cruelty? Like, that's got to be hot. I don't know. Right. Oh, no. Um, But she (laughs) took both uh, Girth and Hans with her on a walking tour of Wales. Uh, She eventually married Leonard Wolf. Uh, In his childhood, he had been told to drown three puppies in a bucket when their family dog had had five puppies. So they were just kind of like, too many dogs, you just drown them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. No, you weren't kidding. It gets worse. No. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's yeah. scarring. Got it. Yeah. But he had made some kind of weird epiphany when he was drowning the first dog. But like me and this dog are the same. And I'm like, but you still drowned it. Like right? and with one kid, very so. big difference. You're still a lot. Yeah. They didn't say how old he was. He just said in his childhood. So I don't know if he's a teenager or like five. I don't know. So it's like, I'm sure he was like forced to do it because, you know, you do what your parents tell you kind of a thing. Right. Right. But that'll sit with you. Yeah. Yeah. They had a fox terrier (gasps) named Grizzle. I have a fox terrier. Uh, my autocorrect made it Spanish. Oh no! <laughs> ended up getting uh, a Spaniard or Spaniel named Paninka, P-I-N-K-A. It's given to them by Vita um, Sackville West, who was one of her lovers. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and who inspired the Orlando story? It's about someone who changes uh, sex. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Awesome. It's also a Tilda Swinton movie that's uh, really good. It is very good. I'm like, I've seen it's the movie. I haven't read the book, but I read. I saw yeah, it. yeah. Same. <laughs> that would be a good. That would be a good actress for that. I, I think, haven't read it yet, but I have it on VHS. If anyone <laughs> <laughs> wants to borrow it, you it might, might need be on also streaming. I don't know. A VHS player. <laughs> yeah, I've, maybe. I've got one I can loan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> 
she wrote a book called Flush after Elizabeth Barrett Browning's dog. I think it's just inspired by her, but ended up the dog gets uh at some point in the in the book, the dog gets like switched out for a doppelganger dog. Uh-huh. And they gotta go rescue it. It's like Freaky like, Friday dog version. <laughs> <laughs> like it seemed like all the facts except for that part of the story were all like factual things about like the dog. Right. But then she just like added on extra stuff. <laughs> Cute. Uh, they were away on a trip, Virginia and her husband, and one day before they got home, Pika died. Oh. Um, so the, they were like, as they were coming up the drive, the house person was like digging a grave for the dog. Oh my gosh. Oh, sad. And, and, uh, a month after that, they got Sally, which is a black and white spaniel, which was like her husband's dog. Like the dog right. adored her. She didn't really attach to that dog as much as she did all the other dogs. Um, and then Virginia herself ended up filling her fur coat pockets with rocks and drowned herself in a river. That was her. I'm like, yeah, I couldn't remember if it was her or Sylvia Plath. Yeah. 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 That's a happy, fun story. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to do Virginia Woolf because it can't be worse than Mary Anning. (laughs) (laughs) Famous last words. (laughs) No, Virginia Woolf is like on my list of like, like, I know of her, but I haven't read her stuff yet. And she's on my list of women to do. So I thought this would be a good like mini way to learn a little bit more about her. But yeah, she seemed to use dogs is like emotional support animals like she would have them with cool, her though. all the time i think the the sheep dog was like a um it was like a guard dog it would always it would follow her around and just stay with her whatever like room she was in like when she was writing it would be right next to her decks kind of herd her like uh cattle keep yeah. keep her together oh <laughs> <laughs> adorable <laughs> she needed her animals around yeah. her i mean it would be worse if she didn't have animals how about that mm. yeah <laughs> she needed them to get through the day yeah <laughs> oh was virginia wolf the one that wrote the hours um, she wrote the book that the hours was based like mm. it was the um mrs dalloway oh mm-hmm. okay yeah, and that's in the hours. And the hours talks about it. I think in the book too. There we go. Okay. All right. I was gonna say I'm like so I think close. That's the only that thing. Was, yeah, that's what I was thinking that too. I was like, it's Nicole Kidman with a fake nose. And right. Exactly. And I, think, and I think they show the part where she drowns herself in the end. Because mm. it's dramatic. Yeah. yeah. And it's the part I remember. Mm. <laughs> it's the mythic part you remember which is unfortunate yeah <laughs> oh but but she had a lot of animals though it sounds like i dig yeah, it she was pretty much going like she would have one or two animals with her pretty much her whole life and just dogs i mean this book i think is mostly about dogs but i didn't hear about any kind of other like she didn't have like goat like there wasn't a horse or a goat or a fish or anything right dogs were her go-to animal i love it well did anybody have any questions for bonnie i wonder like back back when she was around was she like was that common for people to have animals as pets or were they mostly like i know they like you mentioned that they got a dog to be like a rat catcher but then that didn't really work out like worker dogs 
Yeah. I mean, was that like, was it typical for people to have animals as pets or do you know from what you were looking at? Um, from what I was looking at, like she lived in London most of her life. So you got, okay. you know, kind of the, the British posh getting dogs, like some of her dogs she had been given, um, a couple of them they bought and they brought like breed specific dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she did end up getting one from a shelter, which is a, a shelter that's still around today. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, it was their their pets, and they were in London. They had both leash laws and muzzle laws, oh, and they okay. talked about some of the dogs they would take out for walks, and they would like intentionally let them off leash, and they would go wander around. They'd have to go find them. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them would always take his uh, muzzle off. He would like work his muzzle off, and they have to be on the the lookout for constables to make sure they're not going to get caught without you know the mm-hmm. muzzle on. Um, but the, it, it seemed like it was like, it didn't seem like it was strange for her to go to the concert with her dog, just that it was howling yeah. and singing along and they had to leave. That was the line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week as our next gal pal shares her one cool animal thing as the gal's guide to the galaxy podcast continues. Thanks for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Galsguide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>